On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, we've got Dean's Ding Dong. And stay golden, pony baby. Let's do this. I'm Diana. And I'm Liz. And we're going to talk about Slash Fiction, Season 7, Episode 6. A very deceptive title. It is. I mean, you think, like, the brothers are going to bang or something, but they don't. Like, they don't even hint at it, right? Like, there, there's nothing, like, homoerotic. Not where my mind went. <laughs> well, you say Slash Fiction, like, I automatically go to some sort of homoerotic shipping thing, but whatever. But... Really? I mean, what what slash fiction have you read? I, I guess I haven't. <laughs> so my brain went somewhere very different. Oh, you mean I should have been? You know, it's been a while since I read any of those to you. So maybe next time. Damn it. <sighs> what have you been up to? Oh, uh, just the huge trying to hang and avoid the sun that is Mordor. Uh, and I am very, very upset today because I figured out something which I did not know was that smart light bulbs, if you have a dimmer switch, like a traditional dimmer switch that goes uh-huh. that way, you can't use a smart light bulb, or at least most of them, because it just flickers on and off because there's a different power voltage than what's in the LED lights. And so basically now I have like $60 worth of light bulbs that I have to send back to Amazon. That's annoying. Yeah, because of course the lamp fixture that I was switching them out because the people who I lease from or whoever was here last put in Edison bulbs in it, which I think are probably the wrong wattage. But when it's turned oh. on, it emits, it's like you're sitting under a heat lamp. Like I could cook burgers underneath that and that's right above my head. So I prefer to not be baking. And I was like, well, I'll just switch them out for smartly. And then like, nope. I was dumb. And, and and you have to be careful with the LED ones you get, too, because some aren't done up dimmable. Yeah, well, so it's, like, all about how, like, the light, it's it's electricity. And I get it, Ew. and I don't. But, I mean, I do. Like, it's how the voltage works. The voltage, like, so basically, like, to give you, you know, I'm not giving you the electrician's lesson. But that, you know, traditional dimmers are really actually what they're doing is they're fluctuating the power. And that right. is how, like, this, they go up and down is there's a power fluctuation, and it's an illusion most of the time. But apparently, like, so because the smart bulb is basically zeros and ones, zeros and ones can't do the illusion. They don't have a scale. It's, it's either one or zeros. Yep. Or something. That's what I'm going with. Yep. So so no, <laughs> no smart bulbs. No bulbs above. I continue to sit in darkness. Bump, bump. But you like it that way. Kind of, except when it fucks with my camera lighting. <laughs> and also, like, I'm pretty sure, like, if anybody was walking down the street as the strobe light was party was going on in my house as I was trying to figure this out, they were probably just like, what the fuck happens in that house? Like, it's dark, and then, like, the middle afternoon, they're having a party, like... <laughs> And then in the evening, she's, like, st- talking to the computer and has this light on her face. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. She must be famous. 
Exactly. Yep. So what's going on with you? Uh, oh, so we had um, a big, went to a party last week for the Best of Big D, hosted by D Magazine. Uh, uh, yeah, there's who so had, Who had the biggest D? For days. Who had the... <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Was it the, the you found the best big days. D? I married the best big D. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, so it was a fun night and like some of our friends' bands played. So that was super cool. Like not like they just, they happen to be playing. So that's an awesome exposure for them. And it was a good night. And then uh, I got to taste fun food from around the city. I'm jealous. So jealous about the the food. Like, oh man. Sampling. Uh, I'm just going to say there was a place that had Wagyu pastrami burnt ends. Fancy. They were delicious. Um, and the other food was excellent as well. Some uh, dumplings and things like that. It was just really good. And it was just neat to see like a bunch of people come together and try stuff from all over the city of Dallas. And then, um, yeah, I hung out in Deep Ellum for a little bit for car club stuff on Saturday. Apparently I walked by three links while James Hetfield was there because his son's band was playing there, which is pretty cool. But it was Metallica weekend in Dallas this past weekend. So, um, yeah, that's right. And then it's with family to celebrate little birthday and hang out with some folks very cool very cool busy but laid back if that makes it oh i did see barbie that's the other thing i did very fun yeah which i enjoyed i wasn't sure the general consensus is that it's a movie for all it is it's very fun which makes me sus but i i I, (laughs) well once well once i saw people getting upset about it on like i didn't see the i didn't see the both sides I'm like, when, on both, like, people for all kinds of crazy reasons, like, that seem like stretches, then I'm like, oh, no, that means this movie is totally fine and enjoyable, and people are just finding reasons to be upset. That's what I, that's what I figured out. Yeah, like, I just, wow. the reason that, like, I mean, the thing that I've been put off is just all the marketing, like, every company is like, we have a Barbie, Barbie theme, Barbie, Barbie. Barbie, I'm just Barbie, like... Barbie all right, cool it, man. Like, and also just like, it's all pink. Like, and it's just like, did you just have a bunch of pink shit you had to get rid of? Is this what's happening? Like, you know, it's just like, you know, this is you know, all that extra stuff we had in stock. This is the time. Pull it out. Get rid of it. Now. <laughs> Clearing out the pink inventory. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, good for them. But uh, I, I was, we were very, I, I was, I very much enjoyed it. Very and cool. I kind of was like, eh, we don't go to a lot of movies though. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's um that's my excitement. Yeah, oh, cool. Oh. And before we get started, just going on and checking in in our supernatural news world. Yes. I can we get on? I, I want to get like a little beat. So Kripke posted on Twitter X or the fuck you want to call that garbage show. Uh, so basically, Suizio calling uh, SP and family come pick it with fifteen verses years worth of supernatural actors and writer could be our biggest reading ever to support the union's fight against the billionaires also there will be pie and burgers so uh on august 31st if the strike's still going on and who knows uh that's a thursday from 9 to 12 you can go out is there they they've made a very like really pretty sign and it's picket and reunion is basically the, the road so far logo and then the bottom of it says saving people and then in parentheses actors and writers and hunting things in the AMPTP, which is the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, the family business. And I just think it's very clever. So uh, if you want to support or go get some pie and burgers, that'll be there on the 31st. All right. So this episode, as we said, uh, is titled Slash Fiction. 
And that comes from many things, one of which being, you know, MM slash FM, F slash M, all the slashes you could put in between. Things Diana didn't know. Diana needs to go spend some time on some fan fiction boards. Send her all the best slash fiction you can find. So this... This first aired October 28th, 2011, was directed by John F. Showalter and written by Robbie Thompson, who I was terrible and did not look up to see what the last thing they did was. But So we get to start off. <laughs> so we start off with, you know, the recap to just kind of setting it. We was like, oh, like we got a Jody recap in there, which always excites me. Yep. We got Jody. We've got our Leviathan. We've got shapeshifters being referenced interesting we've got chet uh back that leviathan chet also specifically and we are talking about dean's secret about killing amy will that finally get aired maybe all right so we kick off this episode in a bank sam and dean and they look a little shifty it's kind of weird. Did you think they know. looked shifty from the beginning? I did. I was like, what is going on? Something is sus. And Dean's flirting with the teller, so that seems normal. But he lies to her about her dress being pretty. <laughs> because it's not pretty and it's not vintage. Well, and she says it's vintage. And one, I was like, there's a reason I have a tattoo that says just because it zips don't mean it fits. It's a sign because it also means just because it's vintage don't mean it's cute. Doesn't mean it cute. That is exactly. an ugly it's ass dress. It's an ugly it dress. Is. And it doesn't look vintage. It looks like eighties vintage, or like it's just because I have the pussy tie, or whatever the fuck you call that. (laughs) I think it's like a pussy something tie. I don't know. I I swear. I swear that's what that bow is called. It is. is. I just had to be a twelve year old for a minute. I know, and I don't know. I'm sure there's another word behind that. I just know it has something to do with pussy. There you go. This is probably all. Awesome. Always. This is this is probably why the AI keeps like sending my stuff back. It's saying I can't summarize this. It's not clean. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, as this is happening, Sam locks the doors, which is super sus, right? right. Well, Dean's asking for a change for a hundred dollar bill, and then all of a sudden we notice that Sam has a really large gun in his hand, and uh, Dean says, "No, I actually want all the money." And they start both shooting at the ceiling. So something hilarious about this is that, because, you know, the boys normally don't use machine guns. So neither do mm-hmm. Padalecki and Ackles. So right. this was like learning how to shoot the fake machine gun apparently was a problem. And the blanks kept popping out of Padalecki's machine gun and bop, burning him in the face. Burning him in the face. Which is very similar to like shells getting stuck in your bra. Yeah, yeah. which is a, at least like a dude got to experience some some of our, our brass burn. But yeah, I also didn't real. I guess it makes sense. I didn't really think that the blanks would be hot, but I guess they are. Yeah, they still powder. So yeah. uh, from what I can, what I was able to suss up, it looks like Sam is shooting a Beretta PM12S and Dean has an, it's an SAVZ61 Scorpion. So the Beretta would be a 9mm, right? And then the, mm-hmm. I don't know what the Scorpion would be. The Scorpion's actually a pistol converted into a full auto and it's... Illegal. <laughs> uh, unless you have the permit, you can get a permit for that. You can get a, a stamp for that. No, it's, but it's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, that's, I was like, that looks like fun at the range. But, anyways, um, 
And uh, so Sam announces and reminds them all that all their money is insured, so there shouldn't be any heroes. And right when I think, and then I really kind of like <laughs> that made me think about that. And I was like, why do people fight at bank robberies? Like I would just be like, okay, like just take it. Well, probably, probably if they think someone's gonna die. If someone's gonna die, but yeah, if you're, I'm just like, just take the money. Well, but also he's lying because oh, they're not after lying. the money yeah, <laughs> because they're not after the money. They just shove everybody in the vault and start shooting them all. They do. And ex- they execute everybody in the vault. And this is when you're like, like at first you're, I'm like, maybe something happened. They need some money or they're being forced to do this. Like you're still trying to like rationalize. Is this a ghost bank? <laughs> like what is fucking happening? Yeah. Like are these demons? Like I don't fucking know. And then they execute everybody there by making them stand in the vault. And your mind is just fucking blown at the intro. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty messed up. So back to Bobby and Chet chilling in the basement <laughs> at Rufus's cabin where Bobby is still trying to find ways to kill and or maim Leviathans. You know, like you do. And he tries his own blood. Nope. And then we kind of get some of like learning some of this like through the clues of what else they've tried. So they've tried rock salt. They've tried holy water. That doesn't work. All the things. Yeah, he said, uh, and Sam and Dean just stroll down the stairs. So as a viewer, you haven't been given any time cues. You're kind of like, okay, this is weird, right? And uh, Bobby's telling him, I, I like the way he phrased this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote it. He said, the greatest hits didn't do the trick, down to deep cuts and B-sides. It was. It was a very, very nice thing. Yeah, a good, well-written line. But um, Dean's like points out that hey this spell that weakened Chet is gonna wear off and we're gonna have to drop a car on him like we did that other guy and Chet's like oh yeah by the way that guy's not dead he totally just like walked away yep. so that's not fun but they they do kind of get Chet to start talking now which is good information to have like how did you find us and he's like oh yeah and this is where he gives <laughs> I was like, Chet gives a nerd response about about aliases. What? He used pattern, pattern recognition software and a basic heuristic algorithm. How do you not understand what that means? That is really basic stuff. I'm just teasing. I knew what it meant. It was just, I just, he I used regex is what he did. That's right. Regex fucked the world. Okay. And when that's nerd stuff, uh, stop okay. there. Well, apparently, though, we get kind of another piece of reveal is that it seems like there's a shared consciousness of the Leviathans to an extent when they were inside Cass, at least, because when they were all inside Cass, they knew everything that Cass knew. Right. So there was a shared conscience, consciousness when they were in Cass. I don't know so much like. a shared consciousness or it's just, you know, anybody's DNA, anybody's DNA they get. And they've kind of talked this before. Like anybody's DNA they get, they also get all their memories. But it right. seems like not all their, or they don't really understand how to process them. Right. But they were saying they got the info and the aliases from when they were all inside Cass. Right. That's what I was saying. That's kind of like a shared country when they were all in the same. But no, I think they were all just, you know, had individual lines. They were like tagged into Cass's brain and like, so like it was like a party line, you know, like. I I don't know. For some reason, I just went, ew. (laughs) What? I mean, so that's like, you know, like they just jacked into, they each had an Ethernet that jacked into Cass's Cass's brain brain. and downloaded. (sighs) And it made little modem noises when they jacked in. (laughs) 
Yes, yes. We are clearly <laughs> masters at making sound effects. Sound effects. You're welcome. Well, Chet's also not scared at all because he doesn't believe that they can kill him. And quite frankly, they should be watching the news, which is a really good suggestion at this point in time. Because on the news, we find out that there's a manhunt for the previously presumed dead, Sam and Dean Winchester, because they killed a bunch of people at a bank. Yep. Well, shit. So now we got doppelgangers. Evil doppelgangers. Back to that. Okay. Yeah. And so Chet's, they're trying to figure out how they got doppelgangered. And Chet's like, oh, hair from the motel shower drain. One, which is gross me out because I just had to pull all this hair out of my garbage disposal. And I also don't understand why there was hair in my garbage disposal. Like, were you washing your hair? Why? There was Did they like, wash an animal in there? There Maybe. Maybe it was a dog or something. There was like a pile of fucking hair in there. And it was... It, um, but also, like, Dean was kind of surprised by this. And I was thinking about this. So, like, 2011, that was just the beginning of our DNA being used for crimes, right? And I know this because I watch a lot of true crime shows. You know, like, we had the DNA in 2009, but you couldn't do everything you could do with it that you could now. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, so, right. like, I don't think it was as much in our head, right? Like, in 2011 right. that, oh, I can just go in the shower stall and, like, tell your entire life story. Which now we're like, yeah, yeah whatever. So it's like, that's just like every day. Yeah. It's not creepy at all. Um, so Dean's like, well, fuck this. We got to go after them. They stole our faces. Now it's personal. And Sam's like, yep, me too. Bobby's like, um, maybe you should figure out like how we can like, I don't know, kill them or maim them or anything. No time. No them. time. <laughs> and he's like, well, fuck, if you're not going to listen to me, at least go see my buddy, Frank. He's a jackass and a lunatic. <laughs> But he owes me one. The best friends. The best friends are jackasses and lunatics. <sighs> so Sam and Dean go. But these dumb shits who are being bought, looked for on a manhunt decide to stop at a random convenience store. The fuck? Anyways. And uh, I was amused, though, that that Dean requested his... Uh, that rhymes with sing songs, which is bing bongs instead of ding bongs. Yep, yep. Also, you can't pay at the pump. So, which is up in UK, you can't do that either. And this is the second time I've had that happen where I just like go to the pump and I stare at it and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And like, do I have to talk to somebody and like then go inside and then they're just like, ha ha ha, no, we just turned on the pump for you. And I'm like, people just steal your gas that way. Like, don't you know that people just drive off with your gas? Like, how dare you well. trust your customers? But also, oh. what amused me was that Sam goes and asks for a protein bar and he just accepts yeah. that they're kept in the back. I'm like, is this right. code first? Like, what is this code for? What kind of protein? What bar kind of protein are bar are you looking for? for? <laughs> and also, again, I know this was 2011, and maybe we did not have as many protein bars oh, as available bars. as we have now. But I would have been like, "Why are you going in the back for a protein?" Bar? Yeah, it was super sus. But except for the fact that obviously we, the viewer, are like I'm like sitting here. He's like, "Well, he knows who you are before they even showed the TV." I will say, I did like the. It was a really good um, symbology. That's a good word you just made up. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't really necessary. <laughs> I guess it's a. At all. I guess it is a real word. It is a, it's yeah, a word, yeah. but it wasn't necessary here. But it was a good. I like the the symbolism of with um, Dean having fucking basically a ding dong, and <laughs> Sam who's been exercising. Not like no, I mean like a snack. But Sam <laughs> that's exercising wants the protein. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he's like I'm getting healthy. 
Dan's going to eat crap that's sugary and bad for him. And I'm going to be eat my healthy protein bar because I'm going to go for a jog tomorrow. Like, I thought that was an interesting, like, it was a nice, like, contrast. Dan's ding dogs. Dan's ding dogs. Whoops. Oopsies. Yes, I am also 12. All right. So Sam does realize, oh, shit, we've been made. Apparently going to the back for protein bar was going for, I'm calling the cops. Surprise. Ah! So they, they, they bail quickly. And we cut to a scene, and we've got two FBI agents at a different bank. We've got agents Morris and Valente. And um, they are trying to see what's happening here because it's been another robbery and murder <laughs> scene, basically. And they're bitching about basically how crime scene equals more paperwork. But while they're there, they get a call about somebody spotting the Winchesters a thousand miles away, which is surprising because... They would have had to either flown or taken a quote Batmobile. Yes, on the Batmobile. Also, I did have the question marks in here because, like, at this point, like, how do you even know what's real? You're just, I am questioning reality because I'm like, are these real feds? Are these fake feds? Is the sheriff real? You can't trust anybody. You can't trust anybody, especially the feds. So (laughs) after this, baby pulls up to a house in the middle of nowhere, and it looks very abandoned. But they decide just like, oh, this is where Frank lives, who's super lunatic, and we're just going to walk in. Because he didn't answer the door when we knocked once. Seems reasonable. Not. No. Just stroll on in. And he is there with his, uh, he startles them and turns on a lamp, and he's got his Franchi PA3 shotgun pointed at them. Oh, look at her just dropping. There were some good guns in this one, so, well, different stuff that we see. So I was like, oh, and they looked, and they were very distinct, so I felt like it was worth Yep. Noting. Yeah, and he creepily says a spider caught some flies, which nobody Ooh. likes. But he does call them psycho bitch and Sundance, Sundance, which we all like. And then he asks, "Do you have a teleporter?" Which we definitely like. Yes. Uh, and then says condolences on the doppelgangers. <laughs> Also, he wants to know who sent them the NSA or the Phoebe, and I'm also calling the feds that from now on. The Phoebe. Or the March of Dimes, which is <laughs> But I like the Phoebe too. That was funny. Anyway, so just really like, we, you can tell off the bat, we're like, we don't know what to think about Frank, but we are amused. We're that's highly my, amused by Frank already. That's my tank. Take on that immediately. But when they're like, no, 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 Bobby Singer sent us. And then he wrecks the shotgun. Not a good reaction when you tell someone, oh, yeah. someone just sent me. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. Okay, um, I also want to know if Diana's dog just started barking because that is one of his triggers. In the other room. Okay. <laughs> the door is closed. Yeah. He, he does, yeah, he gets excited. Anyway, so Frank's annoyed that he still owes Bobby, apparently, but apparently Bobby saved his life. So what do you do? And they are, go to like this room. It looks like. I don't know what is it? it's like a crazy surveillance room with a bunch of monitors and network cables and no oh, the cable whatnot. the cable should be organized better there is a bit of a rat's mess in there which does annoy me but you know i mean he's just automatically sort of shredding their fake credit cards and ideas yeah shredding it all has look bobby's into magic but the government's been cloning people for years he listens yeah. to Frank Bell. Oh. Art Bell. I don't know why I said Frank Bell. I just made Frank them Bell. into a person. Right. He listens to no. Art Bell. You know he does. 
Uh, speaking of Art Bell, I was watching um, the Ugliest House in America show on HGTV, and which I really enjoy sometimes. Yeah, because anyway, I, those houses aren't ugly, and I want to so live fun. in them. One of the houses was in Pahrump, Nevada, and I'm like, fun fact about Pahrump, Nevada, that's where Art Bell broadcasted from. And I'm like, I wonder if they know him. I wonder if that was Art Bell's city. house. Maybe he's deceased now, but it was not. Oh, it was not. Man. It was built too recently. But anyway, so yeah, it was, I was, I was like, this, I was a big Art Bell fan once upon a time. Big Art Bell fan. Anyways, back when I would like stay up late at night and listen to talk radio. <laughs> we didn't have a lot to do then, kids, okay? Like the internet wasn't a thing. Okay, it was a thing. Think about it as the early podcasting yeah, world. It was. It was talk radio. It really was. So it was. He gives him the 2011 version of how to get off the grid. And this is when Diana probably realized that Liz loves Frank Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i did like it well first though i, I he's like you're number two on the most wanted list it's the quickest climb up the charts since donna summer but yes he's like yeah you need to you just need to go to cuba <laughs> just top hit and he's like yeah we need to be further off the grid but still on the board is what dean tells him so anyways he doesn't like it but he's like whatever oh you just gotta get rid of your old aliases gotta go super bland so tom and john smith cash only you know change phones frequently but not on a schedule um and uh, because at this point people weren't <laughs> triangling your location with your cell phone but then he takes sam's laptop <laughs> and he's like oh this your laptop and just starts smashing it the table which i think you know because obviously frank's a nerd and he knows there's easy you can actually just clean that without doing that and then you can reuse the parts like i feel like this is this is what frank would not be this wasteful i think frank would be would be reusing this but sam gets the heat he just like the drama he does i think he does he was just like watch this for effect here's your new sexy encrypted laptop and by the way that'll be five thousand dollars cash which makes me go, can I just give people like sexy encrypted laptops for that much? I don't know. I, like, can I be the are slightly cheaper than back then? But I don't know. But yeah, what, what if I just tell people it's safe from the government? <laughs> well, then, yeah, probably you could just say that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they take new ID pictures. But in the meantime, Bobby is still trying to kill Chet. And Chet is just hey. getting mouthier and mouthier. He's getting very sassy. I do like Bobby's like, you can bleed, you can die. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and but and, but Chet's getting really mean, and that finally gets Bobby to kind of snap and he chops Chet's head off. Why did we wait until now to try chopping off the head? I don't know. I was wondering that too. I'm like, that seems like one of the classics, right? It is a classic. It's how you kill a vampire. Cut off their head. Duh. And like so, all of a sudden now they feel afraid of getting this close. Like I've been watching you guys chop off vampires' heads with machetes for seven seasons. All of a sudden you're afraid to chop off something's head. That's weird. Weird. So well, back at Frank's, he's got passports and a map with all the towns that have been hit by the doppelgangers, but he doesn't know what the pattern is yet. He just says it seems random. And uh but he drops them a little pro a little tip from a pro. There's no such thing as a random series of robbery murders by your evil twins. Which it seems like a very good segue for uh, lore right there, where Liz would go into, <sighs> actually, yes, there are plenty. <laughs> and no, no, that's oh, not happening this time. We ta we've talked about evil twins already. Okay. Yes. But he does also uh, just tell them to get some uppers and look some more. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Frank is amazing. 
I want to. I want to hang with Frank. Frank yeah, right. Frank should be my. You have hung up with Frank. I'm pretty sure you probably. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Um, so he's like, yeah, but you know what's going on with the you know obviously the evil twins want to be on camera, so we're gonna have to lay low. They figure out so. Um, he's like, yeah, you should, I love life and it's infinite mysteries, but you want to be dumb. That's fine. But you gotta ditch baby. It's Frank's hot takes. Oh, I would love Frank's hot takes, man. Like seems great. But also, yes, Dean is finally told that baby is, is conspicuous. What? Oh, Oh, shocking information. Oh my God. You can't drive around in a classic car and have people not notice you. No, you don't blend in. Oh, anyways, back at back at where Bobby's at. Why is I keep saying Bobby's? It's not really. I mean, it's Rufus's cabin. It's Bobby's now. I just call it the cabin. The cabin. Okay. The cabin. And he gets a knock at the door, and who's there? It's Jody. It's Jody. Which sounds like the start of her like theme song. It's Jody. And she has brought beer and food because she's the best. Yes. And. uh yeah, so he's like, he warns her that he's got one of the big mouths downstairs. I also, you know, he asks her how he found her, she found him, and she's like, I'm a cop. And then I'm like, well, this isn't that great of a hiding place if there's right? a sheriff from Sioux Falls can find you. Very good point. I was kind of, I kind of thought it too. That's funny. But she's like, look, I just want to thank you for like saving me from the hospital. So I'm going to make you some food. Or how are you doing? Your house burned down and shit's fucked. So why don't you let me be nice to you? She's basically prodding him to share feels. And he is like, I don't want to share my feels. I'm a man or whatever, Bobby. I'm Bobby Singer. And but I'll eat what but I'll eat what you cook for me and let you clean. Which volunteers. I know, but I'm also like, y'all, y'all get a woman sheriff and this is you send her to Bobby's house to cook and clean. She wants to flirt with him and take care of him, so it's okay. No one asked her to or made her. She wanted to do this as her show of appreciation and kindness. That's that. Okay. Okay. All right. We're just going to leave that there. I'm just beer and food. Okay. So, um, but down on stairs, yeah, downstairs, Bobby finds that Chet's head is, okay. And this is where I'm kind of confused. They don't really clear it up here. Very confused. Does the head reattach itself or does it grow back? Every attached. So basically, then the like, head is like, okay, you can't see my like hand slithers. if you're not oh, watching the video. The head's like the head, slithering like, on the floor. Well, it can't, like, does it slither? It would have to, like, use, bounce. Use its mouth. Use its mouth. Like, <laughs> it's like, like twirling with its mouth. Twirling like, yeah. with its jaw. How does the head without feet? Or, like, maybe, like, it grows, like, can it grow little feet? In the... Ugh, but just is this at worse? That somehow that's worse. Way worse. That's way worse. I don't know. I think the teeth like little neck muscles that can like roll around. Well, I think yeah, the teeth like to me that freaks me out more because I don't like the idea of teeth in wood. Like ugh, that sound. Like so, I don't know. I'd rather have the head grow little feet. No. <laughs> It'd be cute, cute. Or does it just, or can it just like, is it like some telekinesis shit? And it just like summons the head because it long, like magnetic, like goes back to its place. I don't know. There's many, many questions I have about this head that just reattaches itself. No, but Bobby cuts it off again, anyways. Yep, yep, sure does. And then we get to opposite baby. Opposite baby. Yeah, I, I do not get the specs on this vehicle. I'm not gonna lie because I didn't think it was. 
It was not, but I will, I, I will say one thing in here about, uh, so the, my little pony or pony, whatever it is that's hanging from, it's a, it looked like my yeah, little pony. I, I thought it was my little pony. They didn't, pony. they didn't say in the, the companion book what it was, but apparently like it, it was supposed, the thing was just supposed to be Ackles grabbing it and throwing it in the back seat. But like, I guess it got stuck. So he like pulled out a knife and then chopped it off and then threw it in the back. So like, it like, made it even funnier and. <laughs> yeah, it was good, but I would have left the pony because I think it. Same. I do have a but... I have a pony on my dashboard. It just yeah. happens to be a skeleton pony that Diana gave me. But whatever, it's still a pony. It's a pony. Yeah, and this and there's this station wagon is pretty sad, and uh, Dean's so mad about leaving. Is it baby a station wagon that... or a hatchback? Oh, it's kind of it was it's a small station wagon. Yeah, okay. like when, but when they were like when they were small. Um, he's so mad about baby being on lockdown that he quotes dirty dancing and Sam calls him out on it, but he says Swayze always gets a pass. I was yeah. Well, like, but he also calls a car a caboodle and now I want a car that's a caboodle or maybe just okay. a caboodle or to keep saying the word caboodle. But I mean, it is a good word. but the idea of a car, that's like, if you, if he were not a girl in the eighties, the caboodle was a makeup case that one was expensive and you could only get them like when your parents really loved you. Um, this may explain a lot of things. Um, or you can get the generic <laughs> knockoff one when you're parents love you less or they're cheap bastards but anyways it was like this compartmental thing that was the take of a train case i guess but it was yeah. like the best like storage kit for makeup ever i'm not gonna lie you know my my current one that i use which looks just like a black kind of train case and it opens and then you've got the drawers that, yeah or like little shelves that pop out it is actually caboodle brand i'm so glad so they're exists. still around i'm so th- so way exists. to go yay caboodle yay, for caboodle. surviving everything <laughs> oh. Well, then we turn on the radio and All Out of Love by Air Supply is playing. And we get a very funny scene between Sam and Dean at this point. Because Dean is trying to hide that he is lip syncing to this. And Sam well, because Sam offers to turn it off. He's like, I'm going to help you out and put on some radio. And he turns it on. And he's like, what? oh, no, I'll turn it off. And Dean's like, don't. Because Dean wants to sing along. Because he's all out of love. Still lost yeah. without you, and you can find. Oh, so in this version, he mouths it. Yeah, but and I I sent you the YouTube link for it, but it exists yeah. on the DVD and now on YouTube of Jensen Ackles actually singing the entire song, and it's Chef's Kiss, brilliant, awesome. Well, in the meantime, Sam is trying to not watch Dean until he finally just has to turn the radio off. But he's, Sam's looking at the map, and he's figured out the pattern. What is the diff, what is what connects all these places? It is all of the jobs they've done in order since Sam left Stanford, which is insane. Next, yeah. So next up is St. Louis. Well, what's even what's even more insane about it is that he actually remembers like where they have been in order. In order, I honestly and what city it occurred in and what monster. It's a lot. I could not even tell you what cities I was in last year. I honestly couldn't. I can barely tell you the countries. But you know, now we're going to see how well Diana remembers what cities Gosh. the boys were in. God damn it! In this quiz, I am calling on the road so far. Oh. Yeah, I was going to talk about arrest for mistaken identities, and then I just got really mad at the justice system. So I decided to punish Diana instead. So 
I love how that works. I don't know. Like, so I, wait, so wait, I get punished because the, because you're mad at the justice system. I don't know how this works. Like the justice system. Oh, oh boom, 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 boom. All right. Oh. So the, your first question, and it makes sense. What did they fight in St. Louis? And you're, I'll give you multiple choice. I mean, that mean. All right. So uh, what did they fight? It, okay. Well, I'll, I will tell you this. If, I will, let me see if you can get it without multiple choice. And I'll give you a hint. Uh, the episode was named Skin. Oh, it's going to walk in. Yeah, it was a shapeshifter. That was, that was our first, that was also uh, where we get like Dean, like, I think that's his first time is being doppelgangered like that. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you got your first one. All right. So you're, you're already there. All right. So second question, also in season one, the first time the boys go to Texas and they go to Richardson, Texas is in episode 17, Hell House. The house Mm -hmm. is not haunted by a ghost, but it's haunted by what? Is it? A vampire, a tulpa, a demon, or an okami? It's not a vampire. I remember the episode, and I remember being mad because that's not Richardson. (laughs) What was the other two? Not vampire. What was the other two options? You had tulpa, demon, and okami. It's not vampire or demon. It's either tulpa or okami. I think I'm going to say it. It's Tulpa. Damn it. It's not a Tulpa. It's not a Tulpa. But it is a Tulpa. <laughs> tulpa. And for those of you who don't remember, Tulpas are things that we, we basically some enough people believe in something to manifest it. Yes. You know, like the original, I guess the original fake news. I don't know. All right. Question, (laughs) question number three and the round of places that Liz has lived in and hated. It's probably me, not the city in season two. No exit. Dean, Sam and Joe find themselves facing the ghost of H H H Holmes in what city? I will give you multiple choice. If you can't just. Guess, not just guess. Well, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about what cities you hate. <laughs> There's a lot. Liz hates a lot. That's of what cities. I was like, shit, it doesn't narrow it down. All right. So uh, these are all cities I have lived in. My my feelings for them remain uh, benign. I don't know. Neutral. All right. So A, San Antonio. B, Sarasota, Florida. C, New York, New York. Or D, Philadelphia, PA. Oh, that's a tough one then. H.H. Holmes was, was murdering people in what city? Well, what is Philadelphia? Cities. Yeah, it was Philadelphia. You're right. That's what I wanted to say before you even gave me them, but I, but I honestly, it's a city that I hate on the most. And say hate, I said it's I a city I hate on I the most. I hate on the most. Yes. That's it. Again, me, not the city. All right, because so question number four, also in season two, the last time Sam and Dean were accused of robbing a oh, this was okay. The last time Sam and Dean were accused of robbing a bank with the, oh. when the shaggy defense could have been used was in what Wisconsin city? Was it in A, Beaver Dam, B, Milwaukee, C, Green Bay, or D, Madison? Madison? No, it was Milwaukee. All right, that was your first one. I also just wanted to say Beaver Dam. That is an actual city. That's fucking hilarious. I want to go to Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. All right. Uh, 
that was the one also with with Ronald. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I was picturing yeah. poor Ronald's death again. It yeah. was the way well, he was kind of our original Frank, right? But the yeah. Frank that was wrong. Well, Frank, yeah, Frank got this. Frank Devereaux got it right. Where Ronald got it wrong. All right. All right, so still in season season two, uh, but we're the end of it. So in All Hell Breaks Loose, that was episode 21 and 22, we learned that there is a devil's gate in what state? We just talked about this state. Like in the last question. You cannot remember what we said like a minute ago. <laughs> and I actually have it in my notes because I knew you would forget. <laughs> Wisconsin? Yes, it's Wisconsin. <sighs> it took me a really long time to get there. I know. <laughs> but I kind of, like, I, my, my crystal ball saw that happening. <laughs> wow. Uh, we'll just chalk, uh, we'll chalk that up to. Ca- by the, for the uh, record, I don't smoke weed. I'm just saying. I know you don't. That's what makes this even funnier. I honestly just think it's a human thing, right? Like oh. we just we will forget stuff like immediately after now, I guess, or something. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh number six. Okay, let's jump ahead to season four. But in season four, episode one, Dean is raised from perdition in what Illinois town? Hmm. Hint is the name of a car. Hmm. They make firebirds. Oh, Pontiac. <laughs> I was like, how many car hints do I have to give? All right. I don't even have that in my notes. That was off the top of my head, people. That is how knowledgeable I am Good about... Job. Some cars. Okay. That was somewhere way off. I don't even know where my brain is. My, it's We're not recording on our normal day. I'm going to blame that. Sure. my brain is. Sure. Sure. You're not even drinking. I know. I'm drinking decaf iced coffee. All right. All right. So, okay. Question number seven. Uh, still in season four, episode 22, Lucifer Rising. We mm. see that Chuck Shirley slash Carver Edlin's address, his mailing address is P.O. Box 613 in what town in Ohio? Is it Carverland, Mannersville, Kripke's Hollow, or Singerberg? And all of you who know the show, see what I did there. I just put all mm-hmm. directors' names and then made them up with towns. Some smart person. One more time. AI didn't even do that. I did that. Okay. So Carverland... Mannersville, Kripke's Hollow, or Singerberg? I don't think I'm right. Kripke's Hollow. You are correct. That is actually it. And then it comes okay. up a few times in there, obviously. Uh, they There is a theory that the hollow comes from Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls, which had which uh, Pat and Blackie yeah. was in as Dean. Um, and obviously Kripke is Eric Kripke, but uh, no, Anya, out of my lap. We haven't seen we haven't seen Chuck in a while. We Anything. haven't. We haven't seen him in a while. What is, you know, uh podcast nemesis Rob Benedict up to in season seven? We don't know. All right. Number eight. In the season five finale, Michael slash Adam and Lucifer slash Sam battle it out where? 
Do they battle it out in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Detroit, Michigan, Lawrence, Kansas, or Kripke's Hollow, Ohio? Lawrence, Kansas. That is correct. Although technically it's still Kansas because Stull Cemetery is right outside of it, but in Lawrence is close enough. Okay, number nine. Engine, engine, number nine. In season six, Dean, Ben, and Lisa have to move from their home in Cicero, Indiana after being attacked by what? Do they get attacked by shapeshifters, gen, angels, or demons? Gen. Hooray! Got another one. Boom, right off the bat. All right. And f- I promise I watch the show, even though my mind goes blank sometimes. And finally, for your last question, what city were we in last week? And the episode was shut up, Dr. Phil. You can't look at your nose, you fucking cheater. <laughs> uh, it was somewhere like in Ohio or something, but I don't remember. No, Iowa. It was prosperity. Prosperity, that's right. Damn it. And I, and I put Prosperity, Illinois, but I think it was Prosperity, Indiana. I don't even I feel like I feel like Indiana sounds right, but my notes say Prosperity, Illinois. Who knows? Who knows? But that's just Who the whole knows? point of the how the Indiana was correct, by the way. Okay, oh. so my, my instincts are right, my typing was wrong. Um yeah, but that says also just says how absurd it is that I mean, Sam can remember what city they were in, like, in order. And then, like, even in order, and I'm not sure if it's a timeline thing, like, that timeline doesn't match up with what the supernatural, like, the outwards of the episode. Like, within the episode, I forget what town comes next, but that that episode, like, the St. Louis episode skin isn't until, like, episode six. Mm. And the last one they started off was uh, was like episode four or something like there was like some skips in there. So I don't know the time. It looks like they had more things circled on the map than they had really talked about too. Oh, so maybe like I think they just kind of like they didn't like cover them all. So they've just been okay. I will buy that too. I will buy that too. Well, so now they are on to St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. And Dean is very excited about Connor Steyer and their burger. Exactly. So we cut to a scene where we see Dean, or is it? Is it? I don't know anymore. Eating a burger at Connor's. And we realize very quickly that this is definitely evil doppelganger Dean because he starts talking shit about how much they, meaning himself, like burgers. And that they think it's almost as good as sex. So that's something we learned about Dean. That's how much he likes burgers. But I mean, have you had a disgusting. good burger? Like, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that fake, like evil, evil doppelganger Dean thinks that is disgusting. But evil doppelganger Sam has a salad in front of him. And he shoves it away and calls it dead plants with creamy goo. It's like eating self-righteousness. <laughs> And that is an accurate description of salads, I think. Uh, so they are all just like eating self-righteousness. It just reminds me that yesterday I tried to go get a burger for lunch, but it was a pop-up, like a super like pop, like pop cool new pop-up. And so the line was really long. So instead I went and got a salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it's all right. 
Yeah, but also I think we also learned that these Sam and Deans are very judgy. They're and they don't like, and they do not like Sam and Dean. They go off about his hero complex. Well, I think that, I relationships. Think, I think he's funny, but I think they're pretty good insights into them, though, right? Like there's some pretty good character like yes. breakdowns, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dean describes himself. He hates, can't stand the guy. He's got a hero complex. He has no real relationships, and he thinks he's funny. And Sam's like, uh, yeah. Um, Who has you know, two thumbs and full blown bats in the belfry? <laughs> uh, and then he's, he, he says like it's nothing but Satan vision on the inside. One, I also want to see Satan vision. And then he's like, how he's walking around without a okay? I think I missed them in my transcript. Basically, he's like he should be in a straight jacket. <sighs> and then he said, when his brother, he had a brother that was uh, that had major issues once, and he ate him. <laughs> I mean, that's same. And the other, you know, fake Dean is like, oh, by the way, guys, I just noticed I'm having an eyeliner blowout. It's happening as we speak, and it's very, very tragic. Oh, so sorry. Okay, I know. So I'm just, uh, uh, Diana, continue as I try and try well, and fix this tragedy. Well, the evil doppelganger Sam. I'm thinking that's something shorter. That's really long. I just call. Suggest- I call them. What do I call them? Uh, no, go Hello, on. Sam. No, I, yeah. I think I just call Sam. them other Sam. Yeah, I switched to other, other Sam and other Dean. Well, he suggests maybe that they, you know, they each hate their own like person thing so much. Maybe they should trade. Uh, but Dean, <laughs> the other Dean says, "No, I like this one's hair better." <laughs> oh, well. Anyways. But then they're like bored. They're like, let's crank up the fucking heat on this shit. And so they tell some random kid to turn on his camera phone and they pull up their guns and they pull up Pulp Fiction. A literal music and all. Yeah. And I was just like, man, Tarantino fucked us all up because I don't know about you, but I can also quote this entire scene of pumpkin and honey budding blowing up this diner line for line. And that's kind of disturbing. But it's also kind of epic, right? I mean, I don't know. It is epic. It's very, like, it's... But so they're Leviathan. They've absorbed things from humanity, right? That's something we're learning. It's yeah. like they absorb stuff. So they absorb... So that means that the they absorb, that Dean already knew that by heart, too. Or the Leviathans could have absorbed Pulp Fiction from... I don't think they absorbed it from Cass. But, I mean, whoever else, they, like, they've sucked through. Like, they've learned that human beings like Pulp Fiction... Americans like Pulp Fiction. Uh, it was pretty. And also, what's really also the thing that's sad is that you know I am not pro violence or I, I am not pro robbing diners at gunpoint. But at the same time, like the Tarantino put this idea into our head that it seems really cool to shout these lines at something, and you kind of want to shout these lines at something. I, mean, I don't want to absolutely. I don't want to kill. Like, I don't. I don't want to. I don't exactly. actually hurt anybody. No. I don't want to actually steal anybody's things. But I really want the opportunity to be like kind of fired up and stand on a counter and scream that at a room. Exactly, and that's can we like fucked up. Can we like, can we like hey, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I promise I won't hurt you or steal anything from you. I just really want to do this to so just like act really surprised for a minute and kind of scared. It'll be cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> like that. Right? Does that seem like I don't know? It makes it's like instead of an escape room, you get to do a pulp fiction room. Uh, here, I, I'm sure we can make money off of this. Like, you know, like it's a yeah. re. I guess that's probably what uh, 
what's the word? No, AI, not AI. Uh, when you put on an Oculus, like we own our own password now. Oh, um, <laughs> virtual, virtual reality. Virtual reality, VR. Yeah, yeah, that's what I guess that's I guess. supposed I guess you could do that in there, but would it be the same? Mm-mm. Anyways, t- Tarantino fucked us all up. That's what I'm saying. So uh, we go back to Pony Baby. That's what I started calling uh, Pony other, Baby. Other baby, I started calling her wow. Pony Baby. Pony Baby. Uh, and they're on the phone with uh, Sam and Nina driving. They're on the phone with Bobby, and he's like, "BT Dub, you can cut their heads off." It kind of slows them down, and they hear Jody in the background. And Bobby lies, says, "No, there's not a chick here." And by the way, you're too late to go to St. Louis. That shit already went down. And they already pumpkin and honey buddied the diner. <laughs> so now they've got to go to Iowa. They have to go to Ankeny, Iowa, uh, which I meant to put in the quiz and I forgot. Um, but anyway, so that's one of the ones that follows after after the things. But they also, I do appreciate how they just basically bust Bobby's balls for the sound of Jody Hanging in the background. Mm-hmm. And like Bobby's face, like when she says something and he's like, Shh, I got a girl. Shh yeah so embarrassed well fbi guys that we saw earlier the phoebes connor's the phoebes the phoebes Phoebes are at connor's diner and the cop is very very sad about what has happened here because basically the entire diner has been murdered and gives them the cell phone footage where you see the murders all happen and then you get other sam talking to the camera while killing everybody and announcing that they're on their way to iowa Yep. Yeah. So they're telling their next move. That's okay. That's weird. So we get back mm-hmm. to our cabin. Yeah. And he, Bobby, I had to ask Dave what this was. I made it, Babe had to come help me out. So there's just like this cart with like a, like a, like a metal cube on it. And it is a car battery charger from the fifties or sixties. Yeah. That's why I had the clamps attached to it. So did yeah. you know what it was? Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, I guess you so, probably weren't looking as many portable battery chargers as I was with a Jeep. <laughs> so I was like, oh, clear. Well, I've seen it, well, but I've seen it. We, we have portable yeah. battery chargers and stuff. We've had to for. Yeah. I'm surprised. Cars, yeah. I just hadn't seen one like that. I was confused. I also wanted, like, so I know Bobby told Jody that he has a, one of these things downstairs, right? So she knows yeah. it's there, but how do you like excuse this? It's like, I'm sorry while you're cooking and cleaning for me. I'm going to go torture something. It's very awkward, but I think she probably doesn't mind because she doesn't. Like, she's you do, I'm just going to work on your floors. Okay. Yeah. I'd so, want to go watch, honestly. Yeah, but she she really was. She's very. She was traumatized and does not want to see. Fair, so, okay, fair, fair. So Chet looks a little excited when Bobby kind of tries to tie him up to it, so he can start busting out the clamps. But then Chet turns into Bobby. So now shit's real weird. So now we've got other Bobby. Was he just really excited about getting things put on his nipples or was it, he was excited about turning into Bobby? But yeah, so now we get, uh, they're one of the favorite tricks, right? It was like, I'm going to be you. So I guess Bobby got too close or touched him. So now we've got Chet was already getting real sassy and now he's going to get sassier and psychoanalyzing Bobby. Rut row. It's annoying. Like dark in here high school dropout drunk issues with dad favorite singers joni mitchell 10 that is dark a five pound bag <laughs> the yes. joni mitchell thing is is real yeah. set but not gonna get yes. taxi cab stuck in my head again uh or parking lot sorry whatever i call it taxi cab anyway so then we get that darkness and then we cut back to iowa 
Yeah, where we've got Sam and Dean and other Sam and Dean are all in the same downtown and drive right by uh, each other. And Dean realizes that the baby that other Sam and Dean, other baby, other baby has better, See? other baby has better wheels than baby. And he's sad about and it. And he wants to steal his, he wants to steal the rims. Good for you. <clears throat> so they decide to call Bobby while they're standing on the street in the wide open while they're wanted, even though the other them are in the car across the way. And it's bad uh, OPSEC, bad OPSEC uh, guys. Like you deserve so to be arrested. Terrible. Yeah. And they are. And while they're on the phone with Bobby, they get arrested. Jesus Christ. Do themselves. you not know how to hide from the police? Apparently not. Well, and I think I will also point this was 2011. And, and Frank kind of talked a little bit about it. About, wait, were we there yet? Uh, Cameras? Yeah. I hated that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Frank kind of touches on that, but those were 2011 cameras, right? Like that wasn't even the, today's camera. In 2011, camera. there was 200 million cameras in the U.S. <laughs> like, that was basically anybody that looks like they can afford a, anybody that looks like they can, they think, can afford a security system. But that meant like you only like had to like dodge like some cameras, like the cops weren't in all the cameras then, but still like, don't go out in public motherfuckers. Like you were like, hot dudes like have you not realized that you're hot dudes yet you're distinct looking men and on the run this is not a good combination gentlemen Don't what fight. if he was like 20 feet tall oh my gosh <laughs> ridiculous so back in the basement other bobby's analyzing bobby more and just going on and on which is like kind of annoying but it's also like you said it's kind of a good like character like uh information that we may or may not have had before talks about how bobby's seen more death than an electric chair but you know he you know weirdly somehow he's still down deep he still has hope even about jody mm. <gasps> what but that it's he thinks it's hilarious uh, and is mocking him for it Aww. so Bobby asks other Bobby, which I think this is interesting, where he asks him something and other Bobby didn't know it, even though other Bobby's didn't yep, know it. Yep, yep. Uh, but, but he's saying you have to dig for it. And so that's the interesting thing. Maybe it's just not something that other Bobby would look for. Like, why would the Leviathan look for this information? I think it's also just, like, what you pick up as, like, your perspective as a Leviathan, what's important in somebody's head. And so poetry is probably not something, but he picked Joni Mitchell out, but he can't pick out poets, but maybe like he would just like, I don't know. He missed out on the Robert Browning reference. Man's reach should exceed his grasp. Which is good. It's it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice phrase. Yeah. So anyways, other B actually, other Bobby actually likes it. And he's like, oh, maybe I'll go to the library after I eat you. <laughs> but then something drips on him from upstairs and it burns real bad. What the fuck is happening? What is leaking upstairs? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, as a homeowner, I'm immediately panicking about what is leaking from upstairs. Fair, fair. <sighs> but Bobby runs up there and Jody's on the floor with a bucket, like cleaning. I don't know, like some Cinderella shit going on. But he grabs her and kisses her, and it's cute. Yeah, because I also will kiss anybody who cleans my floors for me. But lady, like you've heard of a Swiffer? Take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. <laughs> for wet chat, okay, maybe 2011. But you don't need to clean on your hands and knees, Jody. Jesus Christ. And maybe this is why I thought like the cleaning went too far. <laughs> 
Oh, that's an extensive clean attempt, especially on that type of flooring in that cabin. I don't like, think I've even yeah, seen like, like people like, I pay to clean my house like these like in a very like and I have I don't pay to clean this house, I do too, but um like with a buck like on their hands and knees with a bucket. Like that, no. This is not Victorian England. You know what? A broom would have probably been. Also, this is like like how many men were on this writing staff, right? Like this is like was like was this the day like all the women took the day off? And like, no, sir, this is not how you clean the floor. Well, they imply that she spilled it. Like she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like the bucket spilled, but was she like? Anyways, it's still weird. What it is? It's weird. But but we do find out there is something that hurts them. That hurts them. Yes, but. Sam and Dean are trying to explain to the cops that they've, that there's been a mistake and that Dean wants a phone call. So they send Sam to the interrogation room and Dean to a cell while they call the Phoebes. <laughs> yeah. And so the locals are like, <laughs> when they're pulling on fire, little Sam is yelling, you're making a mistake, which I just imagine is what everybody does. They get arrested. <laughs> like that tracks. That tracks. But we've got, we see outside two. Um, they're Leviathan uh, doppelgangers. Leviathans, doc- yeah. They're out. Basically, we get two cop Leviathans now that we know they from. They're scoping out the police station. Now we got two cop Levi- Leviathans inside. And in the meantime, Dean like really pushes the sheriff to finally get his phone call. And this is the weirdest shit ever because the sheriff pulls his phone out, his cell phone out, and lets Dean call Bobby on speakerphone, and has. I'm like, okay, as a watcher of Supernatural, it's like, oh, yeah, this, this conversation makes sense. But can you imagine, like, this actually, and I mean, I know it's a TV show, it's fake, but, like, this conversation actually taking place, talking about, you know, we are coming to get, there's no time, they saw us, we are coming to get us, and Bobby's explaining about uh, sodium borate, aka borax, it burns them, and then you have to chop their heads off. Like, yeah, this conversation sounds fucking bonkers. Yeah, I also love this is how this is how Diana's brain works, right? She's watching this going, this is all really weird. These are things I noticed at the end of the last scene and this scene. Okay, so the Leviathan doppelgangers are watching. And so they turn into the locals, right? They turn into the sheriff and deputies. Yeah. What happens to their clothing when they clone? Like, how does that work? Is Are these magic clothes? Are they an illusion? Like, I get, like, you can get their DNA and clone, but how are you cloning their fucking sheriff's uniform? Like, no. what the fuck is this? And then the other thing that I noticed is that, so it's like, Dean is trying to get the sheriff to make a phone call, and he's basically like, you don't, you're a murderer, you don't get your rights hopped to. And then I go, this is what's wrong with our justice system, and then I just say, cut out my tongue. But then they let him use the phone. So you but can, then he you uses his cell phone. Not just a phone, like his actual cell phone. It's weird. You know, it's also but weird. That's not how the just, none of this is how jail works. But also maybe no. it's jail in this small town with like this local where you have like, they at least like had cells on like the opposite ends of like, so like what, I don't understand anything about this, this jail. No, well the, sher- <laughs> it's, the, the sheriff jail is very so weird in this. Up. The sale is very fucked up. The sheriff hangs up the phone. He's like, this is insane. Dean's like, yeah, yeah, it's insane. Totally. Go get me all your borax. And he's like, no, sorry, brah. So sheriff walks back out, but then he sees one of his cops eating another cop. And so he's like, oh, and, never mind. and transforms into Sam and Dean. Like, and turns into Sam and yeah, Dean. Yeah. So he's like, so he's like, well, never mind. I'm going back to talk to the crazy guy that wants, just wants some borax. Cause that seems way less crazy than all this shit. So yeah. He's going to go get all the borax. 
let Sam, let's Dean out of his cell. Uh, in the meantime, other, other Dean decides to go visit Sam in the interrogation room, interrogation room and calls himself Dean adjacent. Which then I started calling them Dean and Sam adjacent, which I started referring to them. But real Sam cannot get himself out of the cuffs. And so when Dean, when adjacent Dean walks in, he's just like, what? And I feel like he's almost being like, why can't I fucking figure out how to get out of these cuffs? Like, you can get out of every other fucking cuff in the world, but you can't get out of these. Like, what are these magic? Mm. Like, okay, so we're in magic land with magic cuffs, whatever. Yeah, well, in the meantime, Dean is running into other Sam and ends up having to shoot him, and we get a fight. Yeah, real but- Dean shoots Sam adjacent. Then Dean adjacent tells the real Sam that he hates him and he pisses him off and tells him that you're wasting a perfectly good opportunity to subjugate the weak. <laughs> You'd like that one. Yeah, like, then- it was like, oh, look at things Liz wants on her shirt. <laughs> well... Luckily, Dean gets a hold, real Dean gets a hold of a fire axe. And right when the sheriff throws a bucket of borax on other Sam, uh, then Dean is able to decapitate him. So we got one doppelganger down. Woohoo! Yeah, cool. But other Dean is still monologuing to Sam in the interrogation room. Which is how you can tell they're evil, right? Like, you should know he's other Dean. He's like, oh, no, he's monologuing. You must be, you must be the other side. Yeah, for sure. But he's like, yeah, Dean thinks you're nutballs. And uh, and Sam tries to like talk shit, but it, other Dean's not taking it. He's like, oh, by the way, mm, Dean killed Amy. Surprise. And he just loves the look of, of betrayal. Why? Why? Why does he want it? Because he likes his meat bitter. That was funny. <laughs> I thought it really was. <laughs> and then Dean busts in. Burns and decapitates other Dean and really seems to enjoy it, which is very Yeah, he says it felt good. So I think there's some issues, and I think we've seen this before. Anytime Dean gets Mm -hmm. to beat himself up, he's kind of really happy about it. And I'm not sure, like, I get this. Like, I've got a lot of issues. I don't want to hit myself. No. I don't think I would feel good. Like, I would, no, no, I don't. Yeah. No. Well, the sheriff agrees to lie about everything he just saw and to help them be dead. <laughs> so that's that's after the doppelgangers are dead and he's just like, this shit's fucked. I'll do whatever. I don't, I don't want to talk about this anyways. So here we go. So we cut to the sheriff telling these FBI agents about, oh, yeah, I just got the drop on him and had to shoot him. And the coroner's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Here's the reports. They're dead. Here's their fingerprints. BTW, their bodies have already been sent for cremation in, in, in line with their living wills and religious requirements. And they just died last night. <sighs> yep, yep. And so, I mean, the thing is, is like, I seriously swear to God, I was watching some true crime show like the other day about like the bodies like being cremated by the authorities before anybody had a chance to like run DNA on them. So I'm like, yeah, this tracks. This fucking tracks. Like, you believe that, Sheriff. But like, the Phoebes the are like, Ooh. Well, first they're mad, and then they're like, wait a minute, now no paperwork. Yay, case closed. That's Yay. not actually how paperwork works, but whatever. It's not. It's not. No body equals no paperwork. False. 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 <laughs> oh, anyways, but case is closed. They leave. Bye-bye. Yeah. And so back at the cabin. Uh, uh, the love shack. <laughs> Ooh. 
We got Bobby and Jody, but she's going to leave. And it looks like he's going to kiss her. And he doesn't. He hands her a big fucking box and says, don't open it even if it starts talking. Does that mean that's his head? Is that other Bobby's head inside the box? Well, it's Chet's head. So I don't know if Chet's head goes. But it was but... other Bobby when I know. So I don't know if it goes to Bobby's head or if it's Chet's head. But it also just reminds me of Pulp Fiction and like Zed's head, but it's Chet's head. So Zed's head, but it's Chet's head. <laughs> and so, but I don't know. Is that Bobby's head in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, and he does, and, so and then he kisses he, her on the cheek, and that's sweet. But it's like fucking tongue her. Like I don't know. Like she seemed open to it. She was like that look on her she face. She scrubbed your floor, motherfucker. You like she, give that woman some dick, God. Like <laughs> if at least she deserves like some finger. She banging. made you a sandwich and scrubbed your floor, motherfucker. She didn't go. She didn't go there to talk. Like no, I'm sorry if I show up at your house with food and beer late night and I clean your floors and I feed you a sandwich. We're not friends. <laughs> I don't clean my friends' floors. Just don't. <laughs> uh, anyways, nope. but so she goes off. He leaves. He goes to bury a body. Not as in cement. Oh, so our corner is back. It was the sheriff. We figure out the sheriff. The corner is the sheriff's daughter. Oh. I don't know, this is really random. All of a sudden, but it's a but small okay. town. I'm like, whatever. Okay, but now there's a. She can tell she's a coroner because she's got a white coat on. Yeah, and she's collecting the black goo from the doppel- dead doppelganger bodies. And, but she's pretty upset that they lied to the FBI. The Phoebes. Oh, the Phoebes. <laughs> but guess what? F- the Phoebes are back, or at least one of them. And the Phoebe is a Leviathan. It's a Levi Phoebe. And so the Levy Phoebe, or whatever, is <laughs> Eason. Phoebathon? The- <laughs> Uh, sad. He's, he eats. He eats them, and he's sad because the heads are missing from the bodies in the actual Winchester wind. Womp womp. So he's reporting to boss that, and, and they figure out that it's not a great idea to try to duplicate them again because it would quote strain credulity. That's true. true. It is true. Um, and, um, so they're gonna go back to the vision board. He also says, uh, don't make me bib you. Bib you. He says that. I'm just saying, he says that. What does that mean? I don't know. He says it though. Well, we have, um, Mr. Roman that he was talking to. We cut to him and he has a very fancy SUV limo. And sends his driver for coffee. And and when he enters, he sits down, picks up the paper, and who's there? Crowley! Oh, my boyfriend's back. All right, so my boyfriend's here. Yay! Mm-hmm. And he's brought him a muffin basket. And the muffin basket is 100% organic baby uvulas. Uvulas? Uvulas. And it's gluten-free. But I'm also like, if you don't know what a uvula is, and I checked to make sure, like I looked it up, and just right now I just can't remember if it's uvula or uvula, um, is the thing at the back of your throat. Back of your throat. The little dangly thing in the back of your throat. So that's a lot of babies. To make the muffins, and they look surprised. That's a meat muffin. Ew. It was surprisingly like like it was very fluffy though. It rose. I mean, like how much baking like powder and soda did you put in there to counteract the uvula? I don't know. But Crowley wants to negotiate with uh, Mister Dick Roman. We learn his name is Dick. Yeah, and he's like, "Look, we both control all these strong interests. We should be friends." 
I brought you here. Remember, I'm the one that like opened the portal to bring y'all in. But and... Dick doesn't want to be roofied than romanced. No, he's like, yeah, you didn't mean to bring me. You just wanted a bunch of souls. So nah, not interested. And like all the other Leviathan, he's judgy as fuck. Yeah, he calls demons ugly, lazy, gold-digging whores. That aren't good for anything until they're dipped in garlic sauce. Which, really, is there anything garlic sauce can't fix? I mean, no, I mean, I mean these, the Leviathans <laughs> have figured out garlic sauce and cheese. I mean, they, I mean, I can't... Yeah, if they've learned anything from, the, from our world, it's that you put anything in garlic sauce and it's tasty. Or cheese. Or cheese. And it's delicious. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, definitely uh, not going to be working together. So Crowley poofs out. He also keeps the muffins. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam and Dean um, have heads in the trunk of the the pony baby, and there is a pony in pony trunk. And I feel like we should get a special like team trunk, but like team pony trunk. Make it so, babe. <laughs> <laughs> cha-cha, cha-cha. <laughs> make it happen pony baby <laughs> all right so uh there sam won't talk to dean and then finally dean's like i'm here to help and so sam busts out oh like you helped amy oh, <gasps> oh what shit. oh shit and dean can't look him in the eye now uh-oh can't look him in the eye Sam's mad, rightfully so. Uh, tells him, "Don't talk to me. I can't. I and, just can't. Uh, can't. Can't be around you. And uh, go on without me." Grab, grabs his duffel bag and walks away. But it looks like he walks away onto the pier. But that's he's like, I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. But um, yeah, but yeah, so, you're right. I, I mean, like he turns around and goes to the pier. He just walks into the lake. Where the fuck they are? What the fuck? I'm just saying that's the direction was the pier. It looks like, but yeah. So Sam is like out. Fair, fair. Yeah. Well, and the worst part is like we've talked about this over and over. That's the episode. But the worst part is is that over and over we've talked about this since this happened a few episodes ago. And the biggest problem was not only not only that that Dean killed Amy. It's that he killed Amy, you know, in, after saying that he trusted Sam's judgment, and then now Sam found out from someone else. So it's like three layers now of fucked because if, if after you if, cheated on your boyfriend, you mm-hmm. didn't tell him. He asked you about it. You gaslit him, and he found out from your best friend. Actually, even from your best friend, from your enemy. From your enemy. He found out from your enemy. Yeah, it's not cool. Very big, big betrayal. That's not big good. Betrayal. That's not good. Uh, so before we, we get into the final feelings of the trail, do we have some casting couch? Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 la. We do. We'll have a little bit of casting couch tonight. Uh, so we are going to touch on just a couple of folks. Number one is we'll go ahead and start with Frank Devereaux because we'll go in chronological order. Um, so Frank Devereaux is played by Kevin McNally. And Kevin McNally's had a pretty extensive career dating back to uh, the 70s. 
Um, one of his first major roles was, well, his major first big movie roles was HMS Ranger Crewman in The Spy Who Loved Me in 1977. Um, he was kind of a varied career too. He was a policeman in Spice World. Paul in the movie Sliding Doors. <laughs> yeah. Paul in the movie Sliding Doors. He was the prime minister in Johnny English. One of his major roles that's very reoccurring in a movie series is Joshimi Gibbs in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, he plays uh, Major General Harold Alexander in Dunkirk. General, uh, Gerald Murphy in De Lovely. Dr. Carl Groder in Valkyrie. He's been in episodes of CSI, Last Man Standing, Burn Notice, and Fleabag. Uh, he was Horace uh, Bryant in Downton Abbey, uh, Bernard Ingram in The Crown, and Professor Jericho in a few episodes of the uh, Doctor Who in the mid-aughts. Ooh. I heard you, Frank Devlin. Then we have our gentleman we meet at the end, who seems like the head, current head Leviathan, Mr. Dick Roman, played by James Patrick Stewart. What a name. Uh, I know. I was like, wait, what? It's like it's one of the ones where you read, you're like, well, I know that. No, no, I don't. Well, it wait, it I makes do. you think that because it's James Stewart, which is Jimmy Stewart, and then Patrick Stewart, which is, you mm-hmm. know, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. but then like you put them together, like, I know this, but, but I, don't. I don't. And then you look at him and you're like, you look like every man in every Hallmark movie or every Superman movie. Like, you just have a look, Mr. Mm. Sir, Mr. Stewart. Well, his career goes back. One of his first major film roles was as one of the bell hops in Pretty Woman. Um, he's also Colonel Porter Alexander in the movie Gettysburg. Um, he was a long time running, like in hundreds of episodes of both All My Children and General Hospital. Uh, that's where, I, and that's actually where I know him from. Is from like yeah. watching that with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been in single episodes of Seinfeld, Frasier, Spin City, Nip Tuck, Ghost Whisperer, Medium, Bones, and Castle, and more. Um, he was also a, a repeat character as the attorney, um, attorney Adam Matthews on CSI, the original CSI, uh, Deputy DA Garrett in The Closer, um, and then the uh, they redid the TV show 90210 in the aughts for a minute, and he was a uh, regular character Charles Clark on there. And interestingly, he's done, like a ton of video game voice work interesting so yeah and as a fun trivia note for the day we also have a really cool cameo uncredited i would say does that make sense yeah she's uncredited uncredited cameo yeah yeah uh and it as one of the waitresses in our connor's diner is the author S.E. Hinton, best known as the writer of The Outsiders. I think that it also probably influenced why I was calling her Pony Baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking about S.E. Hinton. And uh, so if you go back, like you, she, she, uh, she live tweeted, but uh, she tweeted from this episode back in 2011. So you can find the tweets. You have to go back to the, the Wayback Machine on Internet Archive. Yeah. But you can find what she tweeted. Like she was just, a, she's a, she is, or is what, well, she's not super dead fan. yet. She's a super fan. I yeah. think it's cool. She's friends with Jim Beaver and, you know, it was just like she was stalking the set like, and then ended up like getting to be in an episode and I just think that's adorable. That's cool. I like it. I appreciate that. Yeah. <sighs> well, thank you. Well, now we're left with a cliffhanger waiting for yeah. what happened with our boys split up. 
our boys split up. We've got uh, we we've got apparently a new player, right? We've got mm-hmm. we've got Mr. Dick Roman. Dick. Dick. We've got a Dick. Dick. And so we have a Dick, and we know that he doesn't want to play with Crowley. So what does that mean? And we so Crowley came back. We saw that. So we've got Dick mm-hmm. don't want to play with. Him. This, I'm making Dick like I don't. This finger, is not what Dick's finger, like. Finger. I think finger dicks. I don't know. Finger they're they're very flexible dicks. Uh, so but we've got that. So that's definitely. But overall, like I think this episode was highly enjoyable. It's not a bummer. No. Well, I mean, hold on. It's kind of a bummer with the Amy thing. The Amy thing is a bummer, but overall it was, they made fake Sam and Dean mass murdering a bunch of people as least traumatizing. I think maybe it's Tarantino-esque, right? It's, it is. You know? I can see that. Yeah. So where it becomes like, you know, the there isn't the trauma of the murder. It's more of a Hollywood shoot em up, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's a fair argument for sure. You're more—it's more about the chase than about the fact that you aren't thinking about the fact that people are dead. You're thinking about the chase. Well, we think about how like it's just being carried out. This was another episode yeah. where like you know basically like thirty people died. That should yeah. be very sad, but we're just like, hey, fake seventeen kill people. Like, hey, they had a cool gun. Yeah, so a lot of it is within the writing and how it's portrayed, like, turning something that could be tragic into something that's entertaining. Yeah, no, I agree. It was really well written. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and Leo, like, unlike Tarantino films, didn't have much feet in it. That is, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, and thank you for, for not making me watch that. Okay, so Jesus, how is, did we we went twice over again? I don't know how we do this, but we did it anyways. Okay. All right, so with that, I think we need to say good night. Cheers, sir. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get it production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Devil's Trap Podcast.